Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 57 of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host for the week, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host Kelvin Rolone. If you are new to the show, we are the podcast that discusses the latest gaming news, but that's actually changing. This is actually the final episode of Project Tech Gaming. This is it, guys. We're done. We're done. Psych. We got some big news for you guys. Huge news, actually. We're making some changes, and we reflected a lot during the year. Uh, we had a lot of ups and downs and growing pains, and we've come to the conclusion that Project Tech Gaming is not what we do anymore. It, it's not a name that really reflects who we are as a person, as a as a as personalities wise, right, Kel? Right, exactly. Um, and we decided to change the name of the podcast and give it a little bit of a rebranding. And uh, I'm going to give the drum roll, Kelvin. You want to say the name? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Our new name, our new beginning. Hey, listen. We are now going to be called the Gaming Duo Podcast. So this is this is the big reveal for us. I mean, there's more more information that we're going to share, of course. But for us, this was like our huge you know, kind of like moment for us, because like Rob said, we've, we've had a lot of highs and lows with uh, Project Tech Gaming and don't get us wrong. Like we love Project Tech Gaming as a, as a, you know, brand, but we thought this would be a perfect opportunity to learn from our mistakes and just kind of reformat a little bit. And that's why we came up with the Gaming Duo podcast. And this is it. This is, this is our name now. I, for one, love the new name. I think it perfectly fits what we do. We right. are a duo. It's me and you when we talk about games. So yeah. hence the name, the game we do. We went through some crazy variations <laughs> to try to get to this name. What was, I don't, do I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't think they were too crazy. I, I think so. Okay. A lot of people are like, oh, pro- why did you remove project or tech or the tech part of it? Right. I think what we wanted to do initially was obviously talk about the tech side of things because we do enjoy the tech side of, of gaming and the tech right. side of just, you know, in general. Right. But we, we found that it was, it wasn't really, it wasn't really doing us justice because we were kind of more focusing on that and not the gaming aspect, which we really enjoy and love talking about. Um, so it was hard to balance both project, the, the tech side of things and then the gaming side of things for us. Right. Um, so we we decided, hey, you know what? Let's just focus on one thing, on one niche, and then just just roll from there. So that's why we were like, you know what? Let's scrap the tech part. Obviously, we'll talk about tech stuff, gaming-related things, but we're, we're going to hone it down a little bit to just gaming stuff. Right. And that's all along. That's who we were. We started the podcast because me and you would talk about games all the time on the phone. Right. We talked about tech as far as, oh, you're getting a new iPhone, or did you see the new the new laptop or this that's coming out. But it was more just like, as like, did you know this thing was coming out and are you going to get it? That kind of sure. thing. Um, but the meat and potatoes, <laughs> as you say, for, for our conversations was always gaming. So. Yep. And, and that's, and that's what we want to focus on. So we are going to be strictly, you know, gaming news on gaming tech and stuff like that, but we are going to talk about what's happening in the gaming industry. What, like how we've been doing, nothing's changing as far as like, the format that we've that you've been hearing for the past few like months now at this point um, but you just kind of notice i'm sure if you guys been following us since day one that we kind of moved away from the tech side of things right right um a couple of announcements here 
that the name change will take place today. So all of our social media will be updated uh, on Spotify. We're going to be the gaming duo now, right? So just make sure you favorite that. You should already be favored to it or subscribe to it because we're just we're just updating the name. Um, other things too is that we're going to have a website. Yes, that will be that's, live. That's huge. Yeah, I'm super excited for this. So, um, yeah, website for for everything that we do, and of course, we're going to continue having our videos on YouTube. But everything is going to be housed in the website. So all our episodes, all our videos, um, hopefully a, a, a merchandise store so that you guys can purchase some of the merchandise that we will be doing at some point in the future. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm super, I'm really excited for this portion of, of the uh, announcement because I think that's going to really keep us like, there's like a specific place for us to, to live. If that makes sense. You know, we have a, a little home, you know what I mean? We, we have a hub. We basically a have hub. a hub yes. for, for everyone. If you want to contact us where there, we'll have the email right there for you guys to shout out to us and all that stuff. And I, for the merchandise, I feel like it's going to be pretty cool. Like yeah. the new logo, I, it's very simple. It doesn't scream, you know, something crazy, but I, I think it's like, it's going to look nice on a, on a nice sweatshirt or mm -hmm. a t-shirt. I think you guys really are going to enjoy the the merchandise that comes out. Um, I might even do like a hat. What do you think? You think we should do like oh, hats? Yeah. I, I say we go all out, man. I mean, I'm talking okay. like, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get into more detail about that once we kind of justify right, right, all right, the right. things that we want to do. But I mean, you guys can look at the... Um, you know, our logo right now, you know, right? Because you guys are probably listening to us right now. So let us know what you guys think of the new logo, of the new name. Uh, let us know on social media and, you know, we, we would love your feedback. And yeah, this is exciting news for us. Yeah. I, again, um, I, I'm super excited. I can't really contain my excitement. I know I'm not showing <laughs> that I'm like, um, but it, we're recording kind of late right now. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I am truly excited for this uh, to happen. And I feel like we finally have found our identity. Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's, it's it's a good feeling to have yeah. and check but, out the uh, promo video that's gonna be should be coming out <laughs> now so this is, is it, it'll be a little it's a it's a fun little snippet a little little clip so let us know how you feel about that clip there too well we'll talk about that more later but let's get into what we do best kelf and yep. talk about the news do it. all right so there has been a there was a nintendo direct yesterday mm -hmm. right kelf yeah so Pretty Nintendo big too. Yeah, it was, it was pretty solid. I know I said I gave it a low score at the beginning. I was like, yeah, it was okay. Looking back on it, I'm like, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Nintendo Direct aired on Wednesday and showcased titles coming out this year. And some of the, here are some of the highlights that were shown. So I'm just going to go down the list real quick um, with Fire Emblem. If you want to say like one or two things about it real quick, go ahead and shoot for it. But we can talk about it as a whole after. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about it as a whole. Yeah, right. So. Uh, a new Fire Emblem game is coming out. It's called Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. It is a Musu style take on the Fire Emblem series. So more of like the Dynasty Warriors hack and slash kind of kind of gameplay, but Fire Emblem skin on it. Looked, pr pr looked pretty cool. Uh, it is going to be released June 24th, 2022. No Man's Sky. Everyone knows that that game It's coming to Switch. They didn't. I didn't see a release date for it, but that huge, massive game is somehow going to come to Switch. I think it's coming in summer. That's all we know. Summer. Like okay. This one was pretty exciting. There is a new Mario Strikers game. It is called Mario Strikers Dude. Battle League. Yeah. <laughs> this is. Oh man. So we'll talk more about that later. But it, the last Mario Strikers that came out was over a decade ago. 
Right. This yeah. is the newest entry to the series. Over and it looks a decade ago. Jesus Christ. I feel like that hasn't. Yeah, it's been a decade. Over a it decade. Was, yeah. It was GameCube, right? That it last came. GameCube. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. I'm 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 really excited about that one. Uh, that's going to come out June 10th. Almost your birthday, Kelf. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chrono Cross remaster is coming to the Switch. Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross is the essentially the sequel to Chrono Trigger, which everyone loves. I've personally never have played Chrono Trigger, and I feel like never. I feel sin. like we're missing out. Yeah, for sure. And I remember of Chrono Trigger, the main character looked like a Dragon Ball Z character, right? And that's why I was like, I don't understand why I never got into it because I love Dragon Ball Z growing up. So you would think that we would. Go. Was it what? When when did it release? Like where was it on on the? I want to say it was a SNES. SNES. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I it just must've, I must've missed it. You know, I just never really, it was probably hard to get at the time for me or something. I don't know. Maybe, 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 but it's coming out April 7th. So not too long from now. Wii sports is getting a sequel. It has been dubbed the name Nintendo switch sports. So that's pretty exciting. I wasn't a big Wii Sports guy when it first came out, but maybe I'll actually pick it up since we the Switch is so easy and it's so portable so that you can like, hey, you want to work out real quick? Okay, let's just take right. our Joy-Cons and work out, right? So, um, Earthbound and Earthbound New Beginnings is coming to Nintendo Switch Online. So, if you're an Earthbound fan, this is huge. People are losing their mind when that was announced, I'm sure. Like, people have been waiting for Earthbound. I mean, they've been waiting for, like, Mother 3 or something for the longest, but this is probably the closest thing you'll ever get. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm I'm interested to try it out because I really want to see Ness's origins. Like, I want to mm-hmm. see what game he actually came from and how he got such a following. So, I'm definitely going to check this out. And it's going to be just on the online just to play. So, why not? Portal One and Two is coming for Switch. Interesting. Not much there's, to say, but I never played the, the original one, so they're solid. I mean, all I can say is that they're they're solid games. Like, yeah. you're not going to be bored playing that game. It's they're great. This one is was a pretty pretty big one here. We didn't get news for Mario Kart 9 as everyone was speculating, but Mario Kart 8 is getting a tremendous amount of DLC. They are going to be showing 48 new courses. It is a course pass. It's going to be 24.99 and it, that gives you access to all 48 courses. Now they're going to be releasing them in different times you won't get them all at once but if you have the nintendo online expansion pack you get it for free and it's included with your membership so uh, yeah they they also mentioned that they will be releasing this over the course of uh, by the end of 2023 um so i think there's like six waves and each wave has eight um eight courses Kind of like uh, if you want to think of it like the Super Smash Brothers Fighters Pass, like they have exactly right the way they they kind of adopted that as this you know the blueprint to do this. So, but that's actually our PTG talks. We're going to talk all Mario Kart, so we'll save that for later. So the new Kirby game, he has a new mode. It's called Mouthful Mode. Hmm. Again, I'm going to say that Mouthful Mode. It's an interesting new mechanic that gives Kirby new abilities and allows him to traverse the world. So basically, Kirby just sucks up Anything. very large things and <laughs> yeah. 
takes their form. So like he sucks up a car and is able to use the car and run and drive around the car, but he's, his mouth is literally attached. You gotta, you gotta like watch the trailer to understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, Hey man, no. shout out to Kirby. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what the fuck? This one, it was the final thing they showed. And this was probably the biggest one. And Xeno blade Chronicles three is coming out to the switch in the fall. Yeah. Crazy this was guy. pretty solid overall, in my opinion. Kelv, how do you feel about it? All right, so I, I was kind of holding out till you kind of listed all, everything. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I thought this was a very solid direct. Just off the bat, like in the beginning, like they just had bangers after bangers. I think it had a lot for everybody, right? There was something for somebody. Um, it had games like Chrono Trail, or not Chrono, uh, Chrono Cross Remaster. That game. Um, it was only it was only released in Japan. It was like Live uh, Live Alive, Live Alive. I think it was called right, or something right, like that. Right. That one looked really interesting. That I, it's one of the, it's weird. I, once in a while, I get one of these games in the directs that I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Like I w- I want to try that, you know. Um, so that one I'm I'm interested in. Especially I've heard good things about that game too. Um, but again, nostalgic games that people gravitate towards. Then you have your Splatoon three, your Xenoblade three for the younger crowd, for like the more like present. Um, um, Nintendo fans, and then they gave you like DLC on top of that. So again, we talked about Mario Kart Eight, which we will talk about more about it a little bit later. Metroid Dread DLC, like who would have thought we get? A well, small it just update? it just two two modes, right? It's, it's nothing crazy. Nintendo doesn't really do that, you know. So for them to do that, and it's actually a good stepping stone for Metroid fans or not non fans alike, right? If you are kind of hesitant to play the game because it is a very difficult game to play for some people you can tone it down and actually play this in baby easy baby mode you know like baby ass mode i'd be in a week uh, it's not hard come on i'm just saying like there's people that can't you know so i think that's a great update just for metroid in general or if you want to update or upgrade your like difficulty you can do that too and actually it's cool it's a cool update regardless i think it was a very happy medium for everybody and it's uh happy medium for like things that you can expect in the future like the few weeks that are coming up and then everything's things that are coming up coming in the next out several this months. year right yes. like yeah. you don't have to wait long for these things to come out which is always nice and refreshing about directs is that you know mm-hmm. these things aren't far they're not far away right obviously like zelda breath of the wild is you know breath of the wild 2 is, is coming out a long time from now but they know that they're, they literally say like the gameplay is so early on that it's not coming out forever. Like, don't even think about it. Like, forget about right. it. <laughs> they, they set your expectations, you know. Right, and which I, I mean, appreciate. Mario, uh, Mario Strikers looks fantastic. Um, I played yes. the original one, and you know, I thought it was a, a fine game. But this one looks really cool. This actually has like style. Like the other one had style too, but this one has like really cool. Like, it has like style to it. If that makes sense, you know. Right, and, and I you love can the like customization. And, and yeah, the a lot of customization. It looks sick, yeah. and you like basically build yourself into almost like a robot, or you have armor on you, which armor. is awesome. Yeah. So they did a really good job showing that, and people are really stoked to play that game. Like people are excited. Um, the last two sport Mario games, like the the golf one and the tennis game, didn't really do too well. I mean, they, it did well, but reviews review wise it wasn't like all that i, I think it didn't live up to their expectations yeah for some right. reason and i think a lot of it has to do with maybe it wasn't enough content so i'm a little worried about this one i'm not sure if that's gonna be kind of the same trend that it's gonna go with but they they with based off of the trailer they have a style and they know that this is what people want so i'm, I'm hoping that they can deliver for sure yeah i think again like you said before this had everything for everybody it had everything it had 
for the JRPG, JRPG fans, right? They had mm-hmm. that. They had the Wii Sports fan, like any of the, the Mario and, and direct Nintendo IPs. It was all there. You have new ports of, of games that people love. So, again, I think the reason why I rated it solo before, I was like, it was okay before, was because there wasn't like a wow factor. There wasn't like, there's this new game that you weren't expecting was going to come out, right? Um, and I think that's, that's why. It's not Nintendo, though. So, like, they don't really do like oh here's a new triple a game that's coming out you've never heard of like it's it's a lot of you know we we expect and they set our expectations prior to having this right like, i guess what i was trying to say is we want to see like metroid prime 4 gameplay yeah like yeah. that's that's what this kind of stuff i'm talking about sure, sure but again they did show triple a games they have splatoon 3 which is it has a following every like there's a lot of people that enjoy that game xenoblade chronicles 3 that is a huge rpg game that people love right doesn't really resonate well with me i mean i played the second one in for like an hour tops and i think i'm like all right i, I get it i just i'm not into it why but aren't you into it? Of, what, was, what was different about it i what don't was... know i think it was a very slow paced game and rpgs are technically are usually very slow in the beginning right but this one there was nothing that really the art style I wasn't into. It, nothing really made me like want to mm. keep playing. So gotcha. I don't know, but but it's weird because then I see the trailers and, and the cutscenes look cool and, and the the you know dynamics between the characters look really cool. So I don't know. Maybe if I gave it a, more of a chance, I might enjoy it. But again, what I'm trying to say is there's a following for Xenoblade and it's a huge following. So I'm sure people were very stoked for that. I'm sure people were very stoked for um what's that game the the NES game that. Earthbound. Earthbound one and two. Yeah. That was very huge for for some people because people have been dying for that, you know. And again, it had a lot for everybody. So this was a good good direct overall for sure. So last thing about the direct kill, what was your favorite announcement that they revealed? I think if I had to choose, I mean, well, again, Mario Kart is 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 great news, not for me per se, but for a lot of people that are into Mario Kart. Um, obviously I'm into Mario Kart, but not like I'm not playing it like religiously, you know. But if I had to choose, it would probably be the Live Live Alive game because it was like different, something I never expected to enjoy or like. And I and I again, like I said, I do like those little like off-brand games that again, this is a, a popular game in Japan that never came out to to the um, North America. So I guess it's it's popular over there and it was it was very popular back when it came out so that's something that i was looking forward to and mario strikers like it just looks dope i'm really excited to see how that game turns out and if we can play online like it said and it plays well like it'd be a fun game to just kind of hop on here and there what about those are definitely top those those are great right i'm gonna have to say xenoblade chronicles 3 really i I never played i never played the games so i i have no idea this game made me want to play the game. Like the trailer made me want to play the game because, okay. but I've never had that when they announced, you know, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two, I was just like, okay, this game looks all right. And I think it was, I couldn't get past the main character Rex. I don't know why there's something right. about him that I couldn't, I couldn't get over. It was, it was just weird, but this actually looks more in line. At first I thought it was star ocean. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. When I first, and then when I, as it kept going, I texted you. I was like, it's Xenoblade. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why 
you are more into this one than the previous one. Like I said, I think what they do is they do a really good job with the trailers, right? Because they do make them very emotional and very intense and very like, you know, action oriented. I just don't know how long does it take to get to that point, right? Like in the beginning, right. like, is, it, is it like an investment of 10 four hours. or five hours or 10 hours yeah. just to get to like the really good meat, meat and juice, like, you know, meat part of it. So I don't know. That's the part. I used to be so big into JRPGs, but for some reason, as I grew older, I just kind of slipped away from them. Like I used to eat those things up, but I think the reason why I'm not as, as big of, or, or I'm not as into them is because of I know how long the ramp up time is. Yeah, it's you're it's a commitment. It's think of Persona Five. That game's a freaking even even take it way back. Star Ocean till the end of of time was it? Remember? Yep, it's Star Ocean Three. Star yeah. Ocean Three. That was I think two discs. <laughs> like that was a commitment. That I feel like that game lasted forever. That game did not end. Yeah, it was great though. I, I mean, I, back then it was fun because we had all the time in the world to play it, right? So we could kill like five, six hours a day and, and you know, be okay. But now it's tough, you know? And, and you gotta that's get two hours here, three hours here, and, and that's it, you know? Yeah. And then you kind of lose, you just don't want to play anymore because then you're just like, oh, there's another game coming out next week or something. You know? So it, it, it's hard to consistently play RPG games. Um, so you, I have to really love an RPG to actually commit to it. Well, enough about the Nintendo Direct. Let's move on to the next news piece, and that is Activision Blizzard will continue to release games on PlayStation. Microsoft has confirmed that Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles will not just be released on PlayStation, will will now be released on PlayStation to honor existing contracts, but beyond the existing agreement and into the future. This is a quote from Brad Smith, who is the president of Microsoft. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the terms of any existing agreement with Activision. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. Brad also noted that they will be doing the same thing for Nintendo as they believe it's the right thing for Nintendo well, for the industry and gamers. So why are they announcing it now after Sony purchased Bungie? Um, it's, it's a smart move on their end, but I don't think they, like they didn't do this in response to Bungie, right? To, to the Bungie, um, act, um okay. act, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that was just an acquisition, just like similar to how Microsoft acquired, um, or Microsoft acquired Activision. I think that was just like something that was already happening in the background. But again, smart move from Microsoft because why would you take away that revenue from what Call of Duty makes and just keep it exclusive to call it to Microsoft? You know, like the more I sat on the idea of like Microsoft purchasing Activision, the more I'm like, okay, can they really keep Call of Duty exclusive on Xbox? They can, no but it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make them money. Like they make a shit ton of money with the DLC, with the skins, with all the all the stuff that PlayStation. Maybe ten purchased. years ago, yes, ten years ago, PS3 era. I would say PS4 probably not, but PS3 era, they one hundred percent would be like, no, it's exclusive to us. That's it. 
But in the age of that we live in with, like you said, the microtransactions and whatnot, they'd be dumb. And then this isn't the same. Um, this isn't the same as the Bethesda acquisition because games like uh, Elder Scrolls being exclusive to Microsoft, like, yeah, it sucks, right? But there's like no paid skins. There's no live service for yeah, Bethesda exactly. games, right? So it's all like single player games. Now, talking to games like uh, Call of Duty, like obviously they're live service games as far as like D- you have DLC, you have all this stuff. You will be losing a shit ton of money if you were Microsoft and not do that. You know, like there's a, a commitment that they have for call of duty that they don't have for bethesda games like it sucks that sony players won't be able to play bethesda games in the future but that's something that we will it will become norm like a norm for everybody like oh bethesda games are xbox exclusives like that's just something that we are like we've grown to know you know and i also do like in this generation it's more about giving the players options versus you can only play this here and that's it either by my console or their console and right. that's the end of the conversation. It's it's more of like, which one do you prefer? That Do you feel more comfortable if you're PlayStation 5 or do you feel more comfortable playing on Xbox? And I, I really do appreciate that because not everyone can afford to get both consoles to have both, right? So definitely a great move on Microsoft's end for spreading the wealth, essentially. Just, just keeping the way because that would disrupt so many things if they did that, right? right. If they kept those things for themselves. I mean, let, let, let's look at that. What would ha- What would it be like if Microsoft kept Call of Duty to themselves? Let's envision that. Uh, yeah, it, it just not, really not even would, the, like the sales, not even the sales wise. Sales just, wise, no. Yeah, yeah. it'd it just be a huge shift and a lot of readjusting for gamers, right? Because people that are invested in Sony and PlayStation, they're like, okay this is happening i can't play call of duty now which is probably my one and only game that i play for like like you know a general consumer what do i do now like this sucks people will be outraged people will be upset people will be pissed and you don't want to piss off you don't want to make you don't want to you don't want to call that cause that ruckus right now you know like i think microsoft is in a very good state right now and they have goodwill going for them and i think the competitive move here that they're doing is that they don't want to monopolize the like industry right now, but they want to, I think that what they're doing is they're trying to provide the best service they possibly can. Right. Right. Again, we talked about that with game pass and all that stuff. It's not, it's no longer like who has the best console. It's who has the best like live service. Right. Right. Who has, I'm sorry, not live service. Who has the best service? So if you look at Microsoft with their game pass and acquisitions right now, they, what they want to do is, they want Sony fans to be, hey, Mike, uh, hey, I'm paying like 70 bucks every year for Call of Duty. Xbox has it over there. I pay 20 bucks and I and it's including Game Pass. Like, why am I paying Call of Duty when I can oh, and on top of that, they probably have like a like free DLC because at some point you, you you could you can only assume that Microsoft is gonna start doing things like, oh, we have a free map here just exclusive for Xbox. You know what I mean? Like things like that that would kind of drive people to essentially just go over to the xbox side and i think that's naturally what they want to do. They want. naturally right. exactly maybe not this generation because it's maybe a little bit too late for others like they may have all bought already a ps5 and that's that but this is this is this is the long run that they're talking about here so maybe the next generation right they're like you know what i had a ps5 call of duty is mostly on xbox now like everyone would assume that call of duty is xbox 
there's free DLC there. Um, they're only paying 20 bucks. It's part of Game Pass. Why am I paying 70 bucks all the time? You know what I mean? Like it's been like three, four years. Like I'm paying 70 bucks each year. So they probably move over to the Xbox side, you know? And I think that's what their marketing or strategic move is here. They're trying to like kind of push X or Sony players into the Xbox ecosystem. For sure. Definitely smart move on them. They're, they're doing the right thing. I think everyone's happy, um, especially Activision Call of Duty fans, because that's that boat was sinking quick with uh, wh- whoever was at the helm. Yeah. Um, company. My question is here, though, we know what Microsoft is doing with Call of Duty, right? They're, right. We, we, we have that confirmed. But what are they doing with Blizzard, like on the Blizzard side of things? So, the, yeah, I think that's a big thing. I think they're not looking to shake up things on that end as well, especially with like World of Warcraft and Diablo. I think those are very successful franchises and they don't want to shake those up too much. They, they might do something similar in a sense where we're going to kind of leave it the way it is for now and then slowly, slowly <laughs> start making changes. What about Overwatch? Right. Overwatch is a big people play on everything, right? Obviously, WoW is just PC. Diablo is mostly PC for the most part. But what about Overwatch? Is Overwatch going to become a Microsoft exclusive? Well, even WoW, like, yeah, it's PC, but are they going to have, are they going to transition over to Game Pass? You know how huge that would be if this WoW has been happening for years. It's been a game that people played on their PC for years. To have it on a console finally for the first time and have it on Game Pass? What if they included it in Game Pass? You know, instead of having that subscription fee, what do you pay well, for the, it for a while? Like 20 bucks it's, or something? It's 15 to 20 bucks a month for the subscription for a while. So it, if they're, if that's the case, they're probably going to make Game Pass more expensive to have WoW included in it, right? There might I be. I feel like they, they're aiming towards that already. Like you're not going to keep adding these amazing games, these fantastic games into Game Pass and not at some point rank up the price. Everyone's doing it. Netflix is doing it. You know what I mean? There, it's, it's, I would hope they have different tiers. Of yeah, like I'm sure. What this gets you, you know, like 50 bucks, you get the, the Xbox exclusive titles. Sure, sure. Right. But I can okay. definitely see a world where we see WoW on Game Pass, you know, or Overwatch 2 exclusive to, to Xbox. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, it's like you have to you have to load instead of opening the Battle.net um, launcher, you're opening Game Pass, the Xbox app to to get into to log into World of Warcraft, which is kind of weird to think about. Yeah, again, say this stuff ten years ago, people like freaking lose their mind. Right, but they've acquired so many games, or or in in the company as well. Like Zenga, I think is part of their acquisition too, right? Or weren't they a part of that as well? I think so. Yes. Like they have such a they have mobile side, they have PC side, they have like console side, like AAA console games. Like that was a like you, I keep thinking about it. it's a crazy acquisition, man. That was a, a phenomenal acquisition, but. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like Overwatch Two was announced years ago, right? I don't know at this point. I don't uh, even know where it is what, in production. What's happening? Maybe what's it's canceled? I don't know. But where is that going to fall? Like, is it going to be? Uh, is it too late to transition that over to just Xbox only? Is it? Have they been working on a console side of it? Probably. Like, there's so many questions on the Blizzard side. Like, we kind of see what they're doing with the Activision side and just the Call of Duty side, right? We don't know what they're doing with other games that Activision had, right? Um. Does that mean it's just going to be exclusive to Microsoft? Or again, I think the main thing that makes sense is Call of Duty being multi-platform, right? But everything else, would it be just Xbox? It's just, there's a lot to think about, you know? 
Yeah, no, we have to see what, what's going to happen with that franchise, but I think it's going to be good thing and good good things, and I think they're in good hands. So yeah, let's move on. Next news piece is going to be Platinum Games is changing focus to larger, more live service type games. Platinum Games, the publisher that brought you games like Bayonetta, Metal Gear Rising, Vanquish, and Near Automata. Is it is it Near Automata? Is that how you say it? Near Automata. Automata, that's how you say it, yep, is looking to take on a much larger scale project looking into the future. Platinum Games' new CEO, Atasushi, I think that's how he said it. That was good. I would have fucked that up (laughs) big time. (laughs) Um, Had an interview with Mitsu discussing his promotion and suggested how he would like the company to create games that could be enjoyed and loved for longer periods of time. So let's let's take a step back. Typically with Platinum Games, they make single-player games that are fast-paced, story-driven, and they typically last 12 hours long. Sure. 15 hours long and then you're kind of done with the game right there's replayability because the mechanics that platinum games can produce keeps you coming back for more um again like the fast paces of 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 bayonetta after i beat the game i was still playing after a while but while i touch bayonetta again i probably won't go back to it right same thing with metal gear rising it was a fantastic game loved it but i'm not going to touch the game again um near autonomy has a little bit of weird of a following like obviously people still keep playing that game um, yeah. just because it does it has a huge game. following and i think it's because they, they they've kept releasing games throughout the past like the years i think they remastered it at one point and then they had like a prequel to it as well so right it's still kind of like in the know right so what the new ceo is trying to do is I, it looks like they're trying to shift away from that and they want to create more live service games so these they want to be these big worlds they, they kind of want to in a sense a piece of the pie when yeah. it comes to that, right? Um, he stated that he would like to take on more risk on larger, unique titles, right? Uh, Platinum's next big project is called Project GG, which is still in testing, but seems to be the climax to the beautiful Joe and wonderful 101 series. Hideki Kimaya, Kamiya, I think that's how you say his last name, who designed Devil May Cry and Bayonetta, will mm. take on Atasushi's former title as Vice president damn yeah so a lot of changes happen in platinum games right now what do you think of this and what does a platinum game live service game look like in your head well i don't know man the i'm kind of like on the fence with this i'm like half and half like on one side i think it's great that um Platinum Games is deciding to expand on their skills and adapting to the industry because that's that's kind of like what the, what's happening right now. The industry the industry is changing, and I think they're trying to change with it. You know, they're not trying to get behind. Um, on the other hand, I'm kind of weary because the plans. I get what they're trying to do, but they're good at one thing, or not. They're good at multiple things. They're good at this, right? They're good at having that like um, high, like fast paced action platformer game. High octane, we, like yeah, hack and like slash. Love, and you specifically, like you're very- I love, the, I love those games just because like it's so Cry, stimulating. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Rising, like all that stuff, right? But I think they're moving towards that live service side of things that, which is fine, like whatever, like I, I, I see why, but like, I, I'm just fucking, I'm, ner- I'm nervous because you pr- remember that game, um, right, Bab- Babylon's Fall? Fall, it was horrible. Yeah, it's not good. 
they they showed it again over in uh, last year at E3. We thought it was going to look dope, and then when they actually show some gameplay and stuff, it it, it kind of seemed like it's it's going to disappoint, right? And that's that's a game that's going to be a live service, if if I recall correctly. So I don't know what they're going to be doing as far as that goes. So I think that's going to I think that game's in trouble for sure. So I'm just worried that. Um, Platinum Games is sacrificing like quality. Who they are, right? Yeah, it's kind of like one of that thing. And I think they're changing course too much, I feel like. Yeah, I'm very wary about them doing this because they do that genre very well. The games they they, they produce are fantastic games and and I think they're still going to produce those types of games. But this almost seems, I don't want them to get too greedy. Mm hmm because we want a piece of pie. Well, every, everyone's going live service. When I think of a game that would be kind of similar to a platinum game, platinum games coming out, have you ever played the game Warframe? Yes. I think it would be somewhere in that ballpark, right? Where you have like, you're like this ninja and you're running around hacking, slashing and, and killing a bunch of enemies and stuff like that. But obviously, you know, like people are not playing Warframe like crazy, like uh, other titles. Yeah, so it, it has a following, though. It has a very good following. It has yeah. huge following. But I think that's what Platinum Games is trying to go for, something yeah. of that nature. Yeah, because you got you to gotta imagine, their games, although they're AAA, great quality games, do they sell that well? Like, I, we don't, I don't know. I, I haven't checked their like, latest um, earnings from games like uh, Nier Automata and things like that, but I'm sure they do well, but maybe not well enough. And I feel like that's probably why they're steering towards this side. Or like, okay, we do great games, but they're not selling as well as we want them to do. So what, we, what do we need to do to help boost those sales? Right, and you got to think too, like Nier Automata, that's Square Enix. Yeah. Right. right, so they're they're sharing they're sharing the uh, sharing the pie with them exactly, hundred percent. Right, so they want to fully be committed. Like this is platinum games only. Boom. Yeah, I'm just nervous again. Quality over quantity. I I, I think I hope that they don't r- remove that aspect. And I'm and I'm they're, they're a smart company. They've been doing this for years now. So I I I should give them a little bit more trust. But with Babylon's fall that kind of gets me a little nervous. It's a little wary, right? But but maybe I, they just need a few iterations to actually get it right. You know, maybe they just need one or two failed games to actually like get it right the third time, you know? Right. But Bayonetta 3 is coming out soon and I'm pretty excited about it, and obviously it's going to be amazing. Are you going to get it? I mean, speaking of Bayonetta, like that's another one, right? I Is there any hype for that game? Like people have been asking for it great isn't it, but then isn't it coming out like next month or something isn't it coming out like it's supposed to come out this year but there's no date i don't think no i, think that, I thought there was a date i don't Reagan know but Meta. that's another game from platinum that i feel like it's gonna tank and i feel uh, you know as as great it could it could be like uh, the best bayonetta game right but if it doesn't sell well then that's exactly See, why they're moving it's to this definitely service coming out in the fall i would say yeah, we just had that Nintendo Direct, and it's showing all games coming out summer, spring, and Bayonetta was not mentioned, so it, it's going to be fall, hundred percent. But that's that that goes to this point, right? Like you don't even know what when it's coming out, right? There's not a lot of talk about it, and it's coming out right. this year. That's a problem, and that's a game that's been in the works for years, mm-hmm. right? So it's like always that whenever that happens, it's, you're always wary. You're like, mm, what's yeah. going on? what's wrong? What's wrong? So you got to wonder how how much this is going to sell, and how how much are they willing to to put into this game? Because if they see that no one's really kind of excited for this, 
this is probably the reason why they're going into this life service um, direction, you know? Right. No, makes, makes, makes sense, honestly, to, from, from a business standpoint, standpoint. Yeah, for sure. Right. Just want, I just don't want them to lose the quality of what they're so good at. And it's like fast paced, you know, you love, I love that crap. Yeah. Cause you, you think of platinum games, you're like, oh yeah, this new game that's coming out, this AAA um, project that they're making, you instantly think, okay, this is going to be a great game. I can't wait. I, I'm already sold. You know what I mean? Right. And even um, like them handling types of spinoffs, for example, they took Metal Gear right. and you knew that, oh, you saw the Platinum Signs or Platinum Games like logo on the game. You're like, it's going to be good. It's going to be solid. I'm not worried about it. What's that game that they made recently on the Switch, exclusively on the Switch um, that we, we played? I loved. I beat it. Oh, um, Astral Train. Astral yes. Chain. Yeah. Astral Chain. That was I great. That. I can't believe I beat that game. game. I got to beat that game. I got to beat it. But again, it's they have a pedigree that like you see their name, you see their logo, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be great. But people don't really know that game. You bring it up, they're like, oh, have you played yeah. a game Astral Chain? You're like, what? You I think know? it sold a million copies, if I'm not mistaken. I think it sold a, uh, it just hit a million like a couple of years ago, like okay. maybe last year or something like that. But um, it does well. It just takes it trickles. It takes a while, you know. Right, right, right. So that's that's on the platinum news uh, front right there. We'll, we'll just have to see what they do. Last piece of news for today, Kelv, is Sifu or Saifu? Sifu. Sifu reviews are rolling in. Sifu, the new beat em up title from Slow Clap. That's too fast. That's too fast. It's more like a. Sorry, sorry. Has its embargo removed. It's a great name. The, 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 uh, the reviews are coming in, and here are some of the reviews for this game IGN, 9 out of 10. It's a quote from the review Sifu demands a lot from you. And that's a sword that cuts both ways. Its combat is impeccable with incredibly smooth and impactful animation, deep fighting mechanics, and challenging enemies that really make you fight tooth and nail for every victory. Hmm. Metascore, 80 out of 100. Sifu took me 15 hours to beat, and I thoroughly enjoyed every minute. With such replay value and an appealing price point, it's easy to recommend to everyone, especially if you're into modern roguelikes like uh, rog- roguelites or from software games. And the last review we have here is GameStop or GameSpot, 9 out of 10. For as unique and interesting as its aging mechanic is, it wouldn't work without the combat carrying the load and ensuring that each replay is just as engaging as the last. Is one life enough to know Kung Fu? Maybe not, but I would happily spend mine playing Sifu to find out. Health. Sounds good to me. <laughs> it sounds like a game that we need to play. <laughs> like, I, I think we, I, me personally, I didn't purchase it day one because I know that my time is going to be spent on Elden Ring that's coming out very soon. Right, right, and, right. And um, Horizon coming out very soon as well, right? So, I, I mean, you, I wanted to be in the know. Yeah, I wanted to be in the know with this game and, and kind of be in in the conversation and stuff. But I think I'm going to hold off and, and wait till I kind of beat these two games coming out soon because I'm really excited for those. And but yeah, this looks great. This looks uh, again one of those games that you know it was good when you first saw it, but creeping up to release, you're like, oh shit! Like people are really loving this game because you don't know if it could be it could go both ways, right? But it seems like it's it's doing great and people love it and it has that addicting factor of like i gotta keep playing i gotta i gotta beat this uh this run without dying you know 
again, we talked about this earlier when it was first announced where it has this cool feature, this cool me mechanism where if you die, you age and you have different abilities and stuff like that. So the purpose of the game is not to die, right? Not to get to that point of age, but it, it's, it just has that, like, again, what, what that um, review said, it was like that rogue factor, right? The rogue, like, where you're going like, to be dying a lot and dying a lot. going back in and trying to, to make your combat perfect. And if you mess yeah. up once, that can mean life or death, right? Right. It's a, it's a really cool mechanic. Like you're as you age, yes, you're you're probably slower, and you can take you take more damage, you die quicker, but you pack more of a punch. That's such a cool mechanic. Like you, people are probably going to do like crazy runs where they're only going to play the game at that age, right? So you're definitely going to see a ton of streamers going through and doing some crazy speed runs at different ages and stuff. Yep. I think I'm excited to see that. But yeah, I'm excited for this. I, I, I want to get my hands on it. I, I'm just holding myself, you know, accountable. And I'm like, you know what, let's, let's just hold off for a little bit. But kudos to slow cap. So slow clap for, you know, making this great game. And I'm excited. This is a new game for them, right? I don't think they've ever done this is like a new they studio. They had a game previously called Absolver. Okay. Similar in a, in this, in a sense where it was, it was beat them up, but it was a different game. I, I don't sure. want to say it was similar, but they, yeah, they had, well, and I, I read that it was pretty decent. Okay. So I I'm sure they, they, they took what they learned from that game and built it built upon it. And you know, that's why they made Sifu. And I think, you know, um, I'm excited to play it at some point. What is also nice about this game is that this game is only $40. That's true. Yeah, that's right. That, that's a good Shit. selling point, right? Good so, for them. You know what I mean? Like they made a fantastic game and a good price game, like good good budget game. Like fuck yeah, yeah. I mean Kenya, Kenna, Kenna, Kenya. Kenna. It's Kenya, bro. Kenya. Fuck that. Kenya, Kenya. Um, forty bucks and I, or is it Kina? Kina. It's, it's Kina. Kina. We could do we did this before. It. Yeah. We Shit. Could, it's all right. We'll get it next time. Probably yeah. not. But yeah, same thing. Kina. It was just. 40 bucks and do i regret spending that 40 bucks no because i had a blast playing that game great game i'm excited to see what they come up with next man i'm excited for them yeah i would like to see more games like this that were for that 40 price point where it's not a ton of commitment to, into the game I, I think that's a nice sweet spot that it's kind of missing they they started they started doing that back in um the ps4 era right with ratchet and clank i remember ratchet and clank being one of the first ones where it was like a 40 dollar game but it like 15 hours long i think it was around that mm -hmm. and it was great it was like such a you know easy game to digest and you you have a blast it's more ratchet and clank and you have you have a great time and like you said i, I think more games should do that like 40 dollar like little snippet game like you know the, right, you have games that are like point. 20 20 plus hours but then if they make another game again like uh miles morales perfect right it's like a little game it, i think it was 40 bucks too right or was it 60 I think it was sixty. That was sixty. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> but there was a lot of there was, there was a ton of production value in that game. Yeah, so yeah. It makes sense. Well, Gulf, that is the news uh, for the week. We are going to go on to our final PTG talks ever. All right, Kelf, on PTG talks today, we're going to discuss why Nintendo decided to go for a DLC pass over just working on Mario Kart 9 for Mario Kart. So why did you think they did that? Why did you think they went this route instead of just everyone wanted Mario Kart 9? Well, and 
it's going on until 2023, this pass. If you were flying a wall, what, what do you think happened? I don't know. I think, all right, I think the big question is, is Mario Kart 9 still in production? And I want to say yes. I, I think it is. But with this uh, announcement now, with the, the new tracks, this obviously tells us that this game is not, uh, Mario Kart 9 is not coming out anytime soon, right? Because they just released 48 courses, right, for Mario Kart 8. You're not going to see Mario Kart 9 anytime soon, right? So I actually read something real quick that the courses from the mobile title, I think it was Mario Kart Tour. Yes. They don't look great right now. Based on the what they're seeing, the videos or images that they're seeing about those courses, they say it look kind of like bad. But again, this is before, this is pre-release, so we don't know. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll fix it. It's Nintendo. Um, as far as the Mario Kart news in general, I think it's great that we're getting more courses, right? Um, I'm seeing a lot of mixed reactions, though, like you said, where people were hoping for a Mario Kart 9 release instead of DLC. But it's weird because I feel like they started wanting a Mario Kart 9 when there were rumors and speculations of a Mario Kart 9. Because prior to that, everybody was like fiending and wanting just more DLC. They just wanted more tracks. They didn't even think about Mario Kart 9. They were just like, hey, this game hasn't been updated in you know for, since, for 2004, since 2014 yeah. right that's, that's and so we we just want dlc and, and that's what we got today but now people are just like oh we kind of want mario kart 9 so regardless I, I think this just tells us that mario kart 9 is not coming anytime soon um and mario kart 8 is still i mean think about it it makes sense from a business standpoint right it's you the best selling mario kart game of all time the best selling nintendo game of all time and you're able to give get more DLC out of it. Um, the pricing for it, I think, is pretty good. I think it's twenty four bucks, right? In, yeah, twenty five bucks to get forty eight tracks. Forty eight tracks. That's not a bad deal at all. I think that's great. And if you have expansion pass free, comes with it. exactly. So they are one adding good value for this course package, right? But they're also adding value for the online service as well, which is kind of it, it was kind of lacking when it first released. So I think they're killing two birds with one stone at that point. Um, so technically, they they're doing what we wanted from the beginning, but I think people are kind of pissed now because with rumors and, and and stuff like that about Mario Kart Nine, they're like, oh well, you know, we're probably gonna get a Mario Kart Nine soon, and and that's not the case. Let's flip it. Let's flip this. Flip that shit. Flip that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's take Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Regarded as probably the best Super Smash Brothers of all time, mm-hmm. right? Next to Melee, obviously. People freaking love Melee. Let's let's Melee's fast trash, forward. bro. Shut up! No, it's not. <laughs> Let, let's fast forward. Give it three years. Since okay, okay. Nintendo has a direct, and we're kind of expecting a new Super Smash Brothers, right? Or at least rumors or, or something, right? Uh, about a new Super Smash Brothers game coming out, but. Instead, they come out and say, you know what? We're actually just going to, there's no super, new Super Smash Brothers game coming out. We're actually going to add more DLC to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. You'd be mad? Or no. you be, yeah, that's, that's what I I'm would, saying. Yeah, I, am, I would be so happy about that. You know what I mean? So, they, go ahead. Sorry. Th- uh, this raises the question if a game still has a huge fan base and people love the game and the game is considered near perfect, why is there this expectation that a new one needs to come out? 
right. like 100%. within a given time frame, right? Just keep updating the fucking good game. <laughs> right. Exactly. I think you 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 nailed it. Perfect, right? I think what they needed to do, and I think that would have been great if they announced it here, is that they are keeping Mario Kart 8 as like the hub of Mario Kart. This is gonna be Mario Kart. You know what I mean? Again, and we talked about this in previous titles and previous episodes where like what if they just announced different characters to just bombard Mario Kart with DLC, right? With different characters from Nintendo. They do that, but I'm talking about like full fledged. I think this is the beginning of Nintendo doing that. They're just they're make tr- a Mario Kart Ultimate. Boom. That's it. So I'm saying like that that would have been great. But what we got right now, 48 tracks, which is fine. You know, like that is more than enough. People wanted like three tracks and, and they would have been happy. This is yeah, 48 tracks throughout the course of a year. You know, so to me, that's not a problem. Like you can, and, and, and if they are making Mario Kart 9, that's cool. You know, like I don't think anyone is really fiending a Mario Kart 9 because they're waiting for the next iteration. They're just waiting for more, more. content. Right. right. Because Mario so Kart we, 8 is so good like if it was right. if it was outdated and it felt outdated then yeah then you gotta change it but it's not out it doesn't i, I pick up mario kart 8 and i'm like oh this is great this feels great it's exactly. fantastic and so people can wait for a mario kart 9 with especially now with this dlc that they've announced i think it's just people want new modes and new and new trend we got the tracks but people want something different that they want a it. reason to play again they want a reason to to, to go into mario kart and, and pick up the controller and be like there's something new i want to try it out this is it you know yeah. i mean and i know th- these are like more like remade courses from previous titles but i mean to me personally like there's who plays mario kart uh the mobile game i don't i'm sure there's a following uh, but i'm not sure many people, people play it yeah but to me, this is like new new content, new courses. Because if yeah. you don't play the if you don't play the mobile game, then you're definitely playing this to get that new content out of it. You know. What I read, there's a report that said that the Switch is actually in midway cycle right now. It's, it's midway. It's not. People thought it's end of cycle, but it's it's not even close. Right. To, to, so, why would Nintendo push out? what is a banger seller they should just wait until they come out the next iteration of the switch well why, why, why? there's no there's no rush there, there's literally no rush people aren't yeah people people want the switch to be more powerful and but it's like then you, you have things like the steam deck coming out soon so that answer that problem and with this announcement with the new dlc i this makes sense, right? I think they are going to, I mean, again, this is going to be a whole year course, right? So would it make sense for Mario Kart 9 to release on the Switch, right? If by next year, maybe the following year, we're kind of starting to move towards the next generation, at least for Switch or for Nintendo, it would make sense for them to maybe put Mario Kart 9 on the next Nintendo console and that would be like their biggest like maybe that could be like a release title right exactly right? because they Shit, always can you imagine a Mario Kart 9 release like title for for a Nintendo uh, well they Nintendo did game? the Breath of the Wild that that's was a release and title but but that's that. Nintendo has such a good rec- uh, track record of coming out with bangers for their release True. titles yeah. for their yeah. for their their new systems not as good as Microsoft and, and PlayStation by far. You know, usually right. PlayStation, it's not. But you're getting Legend of Zelda's. You're getting, and I think that's what 
boosted numbers so much, but like, I want to play New Zelda, so I have to get the new new console. Right, that's what got us to get a Switch. Yeah, day yeah. one. I, I, I got. I think I paid like an extra fifty or hundred bucks for my Switch to get a day one. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah, they they're definitely, in my opinion, they're doing the right thing. I think they're a little late to the game. If I'm honest, if I'm being honest, like, could this have been released like two, three years ago? <laughs> like, or you know what I mean? Like, maybe. But hey, we got it, and I think regardless of people complaining, they're going to still buy it and play it. Yeah, 100%. And I can only hope they do that for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. They won't. They won't. But they did already. At this yeah, point, they did. they did what they needed to do. I think that game is is uh, setting sail. Like it, It's good right now. Now, if they if they want to revisit it in the future, like you said, and, and release more characters for Ultimate instead of revisiting a new game, that's a different story. They can open that box up and people... Can you imagine you're watching Nintendo Direct a year from now? And Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is out of your brain. Like you're like yeah. you're not getting anything. You go completely forget. And these motherfuckers come out. You see fucking Sakurai's face, and he's like, "Yo, bitches, what's up? I'm back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he comes out. It's like Fighters Pass Three, and guess who's coming out now? Waluigi. People would run outside naked, just, just turning cars, just flipping <laughs> cars over, dude. Insane. But that's the kind of stuff that Nintendo can do. They have yeah. that effect where it, it, it's just because they're so weird about doing stuff like that. You know? Yeah. I, I, I'm i excited for if that day were to ever happen. But for right now, I think with Mario Kart being so popular, this only made sense for them to do. You know, it just took them really long to do for some reason. You know what I really like about this, Kel? Is What's that? I like that they added it to the expansion pass for free. Yes. That was yeah. smart because that thing was flopping and flailing and round. And, and they were like, you know what? Let's give this thing a little bit of a charge. Let's, let's give it this. Let's, let's throw it this. And now people are more enticed to actually just get the freaking pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that was a smart move. I think they know that they need to kind of boost up some of the content that it has and that was a perfect way to do it. And, and I think it just entices people that if they already have, if they already purchased the online service, they're like, oh, shit, like this just keeps them invested into it. Right. Whereas others like me and you gives us maybe an, a reason. Maybe this might be the reason to purchase it. You know, right. Exactly. I, I might do it. I'm still on the fence, but um, I don't even I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see. Yeah, well. That's it for PTG Talks. Kel, do you have anything else to say about Mario Kart 9? Or not Mario Kart 9, Mario Kart 8? <sighs> Mario Kart 9 is happening. It's it just not eventually. anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> I might I might have a few more grays when uh, yeah, <laughs> Mario Kart sure. 9 comes out. I might have a couple more kids at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, too. Yeah, right? yeah, seriously. We'll, we'll see. Um, Kel, this was our last PTG Talks. How do you feel? Yeah. How do you feel about it? You feeling good? Honestly, I don't feel bad. I feel good. I feel like this is a good stepping stone to a new uh, a new direction for us. You know, yeah, I I think that the gaming duo is born, and I think the gaming duo is going to accomplish a lot what Project Tech Gaming couldn't do. Right. So, um, I'm going to cheers to you on, cheers. The, on the pod. I'm going to a little, little clink. Clink. Uh, what are you drinking, Kelf? Uh, it's whiskey. I just don't remember the name of it. It's a uh, oh, Yvonne Williams. 
Yvonne, Yvonne, not not Evan, Yvonne. It's Yvonne, bro. It's Yvonne. You can't say yeah. Evan. That it sounds so much more fancier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm drinking the you Yvonne. Don't go to Tarjay. You don't go to Tarjay. Tarjay, I love Tarjay. Exactly. But I'm drinking some uh, some Johnny Walker High Rye. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, cheers to that, man. Cheers to that. Yeah, man. This this is exciting. I can't wait to. I'm really excited for the for the website. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, this, there's going to be a lot. We're we're going to give you more information once <clears throat> it actually is out. We're going to tell you where to go and how to navigate it. What yada yada. So, I mean, the website is coming out like next week. Next week, yeah. So, so we're you know it's coming up. So definitely check that out when you guys can. Please, guys, let us know what you think of the new logo. I'm very interested to know what you guys think. From what I've heard so far, people like it. And let me tell you, it was a struggle to get. That's why it was taking so long for us <laughs> to review. We had the name down in December, I right. think, right? Like beginning of December. Yeah, yeah, December. December, we had the name. And we're like, all right, let's make a logo. But there we were so much back and forth with the logo. It was nuts. And it's not easy, guys. Honestly, like this, that, that stuff is not hard. It's, it, we did it before. That's the problem. It's yeah. like we already, we already did it. So yeah. now we're like, okay, how do we? And that's another thing too. The logo for PTG was great, I thought, but it never it never really it, it never really made who we were. Like, what does it mean? Some people were confused as to what the bullseye meant, you know? So this gives more clarification, obviously. Like, it's two controllers, a duo gaming podcast. Like, there's not much else to dissect right. <laughs> you know it was more of like well let's make a let's make a podcast all right well what's your logo going to be well this looks cool okay yeah let's use that so it worked out but there's definitely more thought into this time around but yeah for sure <sighs> thank you guys so much all of you for listening to Project Tech Gaming throughout the whole year, it is will always be our first baby. Like no matter what, it's it's it always lived in our hearts. And I'm a little sad to see it go, but it needs it needs to happen. I know you said you're happy, like whatever. Yeah. Like, but it, it's you know it's 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 like it's like get, a you reborn. You know, it's yeah, like exactly. A transformation. Right. You have an attachment to it though, right? It's just like oh, I'm not doing Project Tech Gaming anymore, but. I don't know why I'm getting so emotional. It's weird. It's 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 gonna be a fun ride from here, I think. So um I'm excited. I hope everybody else will be excited too for us. Um and again, let us know what you guys think of the logo, what you guys think of the name. Um and when the promo video comes out, let us know what you think. Yeah. And again, uh if you see us on your your Instagram or or Twitter and it's a different name. It's us. It's us. We we kind of kept the same colors too, so make it a little less, little less. Uh, less yeah, confusing. the colors solidify us. I think the colors were always spot on, so I, I we didn't want to change the colors. Right. So, um, still give us a rating on Spotify on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out for the with the algorithm. And we will see you guys next week as a gaming duo. Hell Got yeah. Anything else to say? No, I'm all set. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next week until next time. See you.